friends and family, brothers and sisters in Christ, we are the God Minute. Scattered around the world, but we come together every day with a singular desire to pray beautifully. Thank you for joining us this Monday of September Spirit. I'm Father Ron, leading you this day in prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your grace. Psalm 4, an evening song. God, please answer me when I call aloud for help. You are the one who shows that I am right. Help me in my trouble. Show me that you are kind. Listen to me when I pray. Tell me this, you people. How long will you refuse to respect me? How long will you love stupid ideas? How long will you agree with lies? The Lord is very kind to those who serve Him. He has chosen them to belong to Him. So He listens when I pray to Him. Shake with fear and stop doing wrong things. Lie on your bed and think quietly about your life. Offer the right sacrifice to the Lord. Continue to trust in Him. Many people say, Will anyone do a good thing for us? Lord, let your face smile on us. You have made me very happy. I am happier than anyone who has lots of food and wine. I will lie down and I will sleep in peace. You, Lord, are the one who takes care of me, and you keep me safe. Glory be to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. As most of you know, one of the things we're doing throughout our Vincentian September Spirit Month is asking our Vincentian priests and sisters to share their vocation story. What was it about the Vincentian charism that drew them to dedicating their lives to it? And so I'm the first one, number one, numero uno, (laughs) And I guess I have to say my vocation story began way back when I was in the eighth grade. It was there that I fell in love. Her name was Diane Brooke. 
And she was the most beautiful girl in all of the school at St. Joe's Elementary School in Farmington, Missouri. Long blonde hair, cornflower blue eyes. She, she was hot. <laughs> That's what she was. <laughs> and my best friend, Andy, encouraged me to test the waters since she had no boyfriend. Ask her out. Oh, no, I'm, you know, come on, and on and on. So one day, after school, with all the kids piling out the front door and down the stairs, fate called. Diane and I happened to converge at the same time at the top of the stairs. And she smiled and kind of raised her hand and said, Hey, Ron. And with my heart racing, I popped the question. Hey, Diane. Hey, hey, listen, would you want to go out to a movie or, or something sometime? And she cocked her head and said, with you? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess. And I could feel the sweat running down my face. And her smile went larger from ear to ear. And for just a moment, I thought, Oh, no, thank you, was her answer answer as I watched her shuffle down the stairs. Oh, my heart broke, and I knew I would never have the most beautiful girl. And so I thought there on the top of those stairs, well, I guess I'll be a priest. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) But seriously, whether she was the cause or something else, it wasn't long after that that I went to the seminary along with three friends of mine. But more influential in ways I really couldn't understand at the time, not Diane, but my mom and dad. My mom was a nurse and my dad was an oncologist. And as a kid, I, I remember them talking about and and discussing the people, the patients that they were helping. Oftentimes on the weekend, many of those very people would stop by the house and bring, you know, like uh, homemade pies or cookies, (laughs) um, produce from their gardens, just to say thank you and to show their appreciation for what my mom and dad helped them through. And it was their faces that I will always remember. Such deep gratitude and emotion, sometimes mixed with tears, but always with a beaming smile. And at a very young age, I just, somewhere in the back of my mind, I thought, I want to do that too for people. And so I flirted with the idea of also being a doctor But then I became an altar server and met Father Babka, who was the pastor at St. Joe's Catholic Church right next to the school with the most beautiful girl in the world. (laughs) And Father Babka loved to laugh and would always joke with us servers in a playful way that made us want to serve again. And it was there in the sacristy before and after Mass that I saw the same thing as I saw at home. People stopping by to say thank you to Father Babka 
for something he did that touched their lives for the better and helped them or someone they loved. And since Father Babka loved to eat, and it showed he looked like Santa Claus with no beard, there were no vegetables from the garden that people brought, just pies and cookies. (laughs) But what did Father Babka do? That was what I was thinking as a kid. What did he do? How did he help them? I mean, I knew what doctors and nurses did to help people, but a priest, I thought all they did was say Mass. And so one day I asked Father Babka that question, and his response was much like Jesus to his disciples in Scripture, Come and see, he would say. And so I did. I went with him periodically on some of his ministry calls, and it wasn't long after that that I entered the Vincentian Seminary, a school for becoming priests. Having no idea what a Vincentian was, just the thought of a priest. It was just the closest seminary to where I lived, so that's where I went. But it was there, at the seminary, that I met St. Vincent de Paul for the first time. Well, not him, but his spirit. And experienced the life and the work of Vincentian priests who staffed and taught at the seminary. And one in particular, Father Baghetto, I will always remember. And he seemed like, you know, a hundred years old at the time I was there, but was probably in his fifties. But I saw how completely filled with joy Father Baghetto was and experienced firsthand, as many of us did in the school, his kindness and generosity. Some of us would go with him to his ministries, to the prisons where he ministered on the weekend, to nursing homes. And I realize now, many, many years later, what God was doing in my life from my earliest age by placing people and experiences that were leading me to him. From the nameless faces that brought goodies to my mom and dad, to Father Babka, to Father Baghetto, and, of course, Diane Brooke. (laughs) It was all part of the plan. My desire to help others and put smiles on their faces as so many of these other people did that I saw at home in the sacristy at St. Joe's, it fit perfectly with the life of St. Vincent whose life just radiated that same charity and passion to lift up the fallen. Well, many, many years later, I was ordained a priest in 1991, and what is it, like 35 years later, I still feel as blessed and overwhelmed in gratitude as I did that morning when the bishop ordained me. I mean, yeah, there was good, there's good, there's bad, there's frustration and freedom, assurance, and doubt that have all been companions along the way for me, like any vocation. I'll I'll see a dad playing baseball with his kids, and sometimes I get melancholy imagining, you know, what my life could have been. Or I'll see couples enjoying a quiet dinner together at a nice restaurant, laughing and seemingly so in love, and sometimes think, Did I make the right decision? 
wishing I had that. But then the question comes, would I do it all again? Knowing now, you know, the good with the bad, the struggles with joys, looking back over the last 35 years, would I do it all over again? And without hesitation, along with the tears in my eyes now just talking about it, the answer is a resounding yes. So thank you, God. And thank you, Diane Brooke. Considering our Vincentian blessed today is Sister Marie Anne Veilleau, who was executed at the French Revolution for not renouncing her vocation and her faith and love of Jesus. And so let us remember all those around the world today who are being persecuted and experiencing violence simply because of their belief in God or personal conviction. And we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, thank you that we are able to be here today, gathered together to worship you. We thank you for your gift of the Holy Spirit and ask that you fill us with that same Spirit that we may be full of grace, joy, and peace because of your presence within us. And we ask this with trust, through Christ our Lord. Amen. One quick announcement before we go our ways. As most of you know, each day during September Spirit, we are highlighting a Vincentian saint or blessed on the welcome screen of the app, along with a quick bio. Well, some of you are not seeing that and asking how. Well, the solution, the solution, (laughs) sorry, the solution is simple because some phones automatically refresh and some don't. All you have to do at the end of a day's prayer of the God Minute, you simply close out the app. And then the next time you tap the God Minute tile or the icon to open it up, it opens with the refreshed page. So you simply close out the app, tap it again to open it up, and everything refreshes. Very easy. I put a link in the notes on the app. If you don't know how to close out an app, it's just very simple. So there it is. (laughs) Okay, friends, God bless you and hold you and keep you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Blessed Marie Anne Vaillot. Pray for us. We'll see you tomorrow.